an AARP card. Who needs one of those? Since I'm an old fart now, I like got an AARP old card. people around here. <laughs> it's the Association of Ancient Retired People. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. It could either be that or we could be a podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of May 31st. Yesterday was Memorial Day, uh, 2022. Um, and we are in season two, show 30, episode 82 of the podcast. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Terry, host, and Jill, hostess, cupcake. <laughs> hostess. Yeah, you can be a hostess. Yep. Terry We're going to the Cardinal game tonight. <laughs> Terry can be a If we don't get rained out. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have any plans on going because I got to do my drugs. My drug, that's a push some drugs in my veins. <laughs> It'd be kind of hard to do at the ball game. We'd have to leave early. Anyway, yeah, I still have some medicine to take. In fact, I've got some running through me right now. My wife had to shoot me up before she left to go to a VBS meeting this morning. So whenever your antibiotics run out, you can just hook up that bottle of Jack Daniels in there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It really messed me up. But no, she'll be back about time I guess supposed to get emptied. And like I said, before we got recording, I do have some teenager kids in the house. They all at the moment are upstairs playing video games, so hopefully they won't. Uh, you might get a little bit of blood in your alcohol system. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way you got to work. Uh, well, we like to open up with what's new. Does anyone have a question? Could be reading, watching, doing. Classic funny family story. Anybody got something to open up with? Or I have one that is not funny. It's just terrible it's so bad you have to laugh at it two days ago my central air quit working until eight o'clock last night (laughs) well there's a brand new system it better not stop working my wife woke up this morning and says I think the kids are upstairs messing with the thermostat again. It must be a 50 degrees in the house. Like, it doesn't feel that cold to me. But she did go up and check, and they turned it down to 65. Hey, there's something that I discovered on the app store. Um, I've been searching for these, and I think I know how to find them better, but some of them still kind of work funky. But I've been looking for years for a body thermometer for your iPhone. A body thermometer. Right. Oh, for your iPhone app. So you can take your own temperature. Right. Because anytime you do want to download and search for a thermometer or temperature, it gives you all these weather apps. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. temperature. I want to know the indoor and the room temperature or body temperature. There you go. So I found it was like body. Take your iPhone and you sit it on a chair and sit on top of it. (laughs) It's an anal thermometer. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in. (laughs) 
put a rubber glove on it and stick it in there. And, uh, uh, but you would think the watch would do that, the Apple Watch. Right. And but they do have apps though, so I was gonna look for that for my watch too, because because it, it stays right there on your wrist. I mean, it, right. you would think you would have it. If they can tell you your heart, your EKG right on your wrist, and they should be able to do You can do your blood oxygen. <laughs> you can do your pulse rate. You can do all that. Yeah, yeah so anyway. Hmm. And then my wife barbecued yesterday. We well, thought about it. I, I, I'm politically incorrect. There. She grilled. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> She grilled. I put barbecues when you dig a hole in the ground and you put an animal under a bed of coals. <laughs> I actually use barbecue sauce. <laughs> I was informed by our funny sister the difference between the two grilling and barbecue. Uh, and grilling, you just put a grill over over some charcoal and heat it that way. There, there, is, there is a nuance difference there. Oh, shut up! Anyway, yeah, some interesting barbecue. fun stuff. We Summer vacation has started around here. We had a, a, a 10-year-old who's now 11, and a, this Friday we'll have a 14-year-old who will be a 15-year-old. Wait a minute. Or maybe it's 15 going on 16. I think that's what it is. So we got some kids who are getting older, and we have one kid who may be making a trip, maybe making a trip, to Washington, D.C. with part of her class. Uh, but... Uh, we're finding what? out that she has has certain things that she's got to do. Like for once, she should have reserved a spot a lot earlier, so they could reserve a hotel room a lot earlier and a seat on the airplane a lot earlier. Because <laughs> they are going to fly, that she does have to have an ID card, which she does not have. And you would think that school would at least issue a school ID card, but they don't. And it takes weeks or months to get a state ID around here. It's a school yeah. field trip or something. Yeah, it's a class trip. So I missed that. We're, point. we're we're hoping to to send her off on if she goes, if she can get all the ducks in the row. Usually, think, they have fundraisers too to help pay for those tickets. Well, besides that, I mean it, that that's not an issue at the moment, but the issue is all the paperwork hoops to jump through. Yeah, and that's what she didn't get done, and because that she might not get a go but hope she does it's only going to be for the weekend like i think they'll leave on thursday they'll be gone friday saturday sunday be back on monday or something like that hmm. it's a little short trip but, yeah, if you can go to washington dc you might as well yeah you go there with all those illegal immigrants from texas <laughs> <laughs> that the governor keeps sending up there yeah <laughs> And she I can get, my kids she can get attacked by those wild holidays. foxes that are attacking people in Washington, D.C. We had some stories about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Be calm, my dear. I had my kids all home for the weekend's my story, and we went out and visited mom and dad and put some flowers on their grave and cleaned their tombstone. And Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went by after church on Sunday and... Uh, the tombstone was dirty and dusty and had some bird poop on it. So oh, bird poop. Kids went over to Dollar General and bought some window cleaner, I guess, some kind of spray cleaner and paper towels and scrubbed it up and cleaned it up and made it all shiny again. You didn't stop by here and say hi. <laughs> my two little grandsons, they're not twins, they're cousins. 
and they had to go to the bathroom. So they showed great grandma and grandpa how they could pee. <laughs> they could pee standing up. Yeah, they dropped. It's so funny. They're at the age still where, you know, guys, when they're older, you know, you can just take certain thing out and your zipper and not show what the whole world your whole body fly discreetly they dropped all the way down to their ankles their shorts (laughs) (laughs) so we seen. well i didn't of course but there are two little butts shining and they're trying to water the flowers they were watering the grass (laughs) they want to pee on grandma and grandpa oh they were power washing the tombstone oh yeah yeah. there you go that would have been (laughs) (laughs) that's it power wash yeah but Got all foamy and wet. That's why I made it a funny day because here we went, you know, it was Memorial Day weekend. So we went over to do our visit grandma and grandpa, our mom and dad. And and they decided, let's show them we can pee. They had to go potty. So what I can do. (laughs) They, uh, 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 shoot, 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 shoot. Can't think of what I was going to say now. Yeah, so for Memorial Day, from now on, everyone have this tradition: take your kids to the graveyard so they can pee on their grandparents. <laughs> oh, I know. Mom and Dad have a black tombstone, right? I think. Yes. I think it's a black marble one. Yeah. Yes, it's that's two probably hearts. why they really make that bird poop stick out. <laughs> yeah, it's two hearts, and it has their anniversary date and. Of course, their names, and they took a couple pictures the kids did after they cleaned it up. Yeah. Scrubbing off the bird poo-poo. Yep. Oh, and it was funny, too, because the little boys wanted to help out, so we told them that they were washing Grandma and Grandpa's back and their bellies <laughs> when they washed the front and the back of the tombstone. And like, now forget <laughs> their toes. Don't forget their toes. <laughs> Don't forget that marker down there at the foot. <laughs> yeah. Dad's got that one down there. Being Military one, yeah. Right. There should have been a flag over there. Was there any flags? Yes, sir. There was a flag there. There are lots of them around, they said. Hmm. Quite a quite a few people in the military. In the <laughs> yeah. military. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, Memorial Day is for the people who didn't make it back. So that's a, a special class of, of veterans. Well, whereas Veterans Day, uh, any veteran is honored on that. Right. One. Somebody told me, uh, "You're a veteran, right? Happy Memorial Day!" And I go, uh, <laughs> I, uh, "If you have to tell me that, you're not <laughs> celebrating it right, because I'd be over there six feet under." I, I'm still here. <laughs> Don't tell. I'm still here. I made it. <laughs> I, I'm, not a, I'm not a ghost yet. <laughs> Okay. It's so ridiculous of me to try to make decisions. You're the brains in this family. Well, sir. Why, a, a woman doesn't even need a brain if she's got a husband as smart as you. People tried to tell me that when I married you. They did? Oh, huh? yes. They said some woman without a brain in her head should marry you. Anyway, what do we got up next? I don't remember. Well, we'd like to roll over to our new segment called Random Topics. And we got to spin that wheel. It's three. Three. Was it two or three? Three. I think she said three. three. All right. Yay. Now, th- this is a, a, a multifaceted topic. 
it's one. But, oh, she would have to pick one. Yeah. All right, here we go. Bigger numbers. Remember, this is Alexa's fault. Trivia is our yeah. is our uh, uh, random topic of the day. And the reason why I have eight different trivia quizzes is why I had to pick a second random number. And quiz number one, I did not make these up. I just gathered them. It's about Agatha Christie. Christie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick this number. <laughs> it's all that device's fault. Maybe that device likes it. I've heard. Christie. Yeah, Agatha Christie is a uh, mystery writer about 100 years ago. She was really big in the 20s, 1920s. But she wrote books and even had movies all the way up to the 60s and 70s, I think. Was she the writer or was she the character in the book? She was a writer. Uh, okay. She had characters like Miss Marple Mysteries and uh, but uh, Inspector Hercule Poirot is another of her characters. Huh. Well, they've had that TV show, the Agatha Christie. I thought maybe she was the character. No, that was Murder, no. She Wrote. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Agatha Christie might have been a pen name, but no, she was an author. Uh, I mean, she was, I guess, kind of significant, and she was one of the first really big female mystery writers. But anyway, some trivia. So, because none of us are going to know any of these. <laughs> well, we might surprise you. <laughs> some of us are pretty stupid. <laughs> or no, well, oh yeah, here we go. This is why it's stupidly funny. <laughs> okay, Agatha Christie also wrote romantic novels besides mysteries. True or false? Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> and you can call me when this is over. What was her pen name that she used writing romantic novels? <laughs> Let's get it over with. And was it one, Antonia Collins, two, Margaret West, three, Mary Westmigget, four, Joyce Sierra? I'm going to pick the second one just because I don't know. I want to flip a coin because even though I have the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret West, is that that the second? If it was a 50 50, what's it? Alexa, flip a coin. <laughs> okay. Tails. Tails. Anyway. Anyway. Um, you can flip a coin now. Um, I'll pick number three because I like the number three. Oh, guess what? Ding, 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 ding. You <laughs> are right. got it. <laughs> it is uh, Mary West Maggot. That just sounded funny, Maggot. I didn't think that would be it. That was her pseudonym. It's so romantic if you're a fly. Yeah, Yeah, if you're a fly. (laughs) It's all about your little babies and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which of her murder mysteries was set in ancient Egypt? And you want me to help you prove this theory of yours? (sighs) Here's the options. Here's the options. One, appointment with death. Two, murder in Mesopotamia. Three, death on the Nile. Uh, four, death comes at the end. I think it's three again. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go with the what was the first one? I want to guess either two or three. The first one, let's see, appointment with death was a one. Two, murder in Mesopotamia, which is a plateau over there in the Middle East. Oh, well, we'll death on the Nile, which is a river in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, death comes at the end. So it's kind of hard to die. I'm, I'm going to guess two again. If you, if you base it on, on the, t- the name of the title, then it should be three, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> so what's your answer? So I, I still two. say three. I want to guess three too. I want to guess either two or three because of their geographical names and right. titles. And was, but it is number four. Death huh. comes at the end. Like I said, it's kind of hard to die at the beginning, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it's dead. Yeah. Talk about abortion. <laughs> uh, uh, it, okay, here's a it has to do with one of the characters. In which book did Victoria Jones appear? I don't even know who that is. Are you happy? Her Bar- secret. Barbie Jones's wife. I don't know. Yeah, Victoria. I don't know. <laughs> she has a secret. Uh, but what book? The answers: one, they came to Baghdad. Two, why didn't they ask Evans? Three, the man in the brown suit. Or Four by the creaking of my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> the creaking of my thumbs. Uh, uh, I'm going to say three, the man in the brown suit, just because Terry's been picking three. Yeah. <laughs> What's Terry going to go with? Um, the wild I, guess, if you yes, ask because me. I didn't hear the question or the answers. Well, the question was in which book did Victoria Jones appear? Oh. Possible options are one, they came to Baghdad, which sounds like another Egyptian one to me, but oh, I know. two, why didn't they ask Evans? I don't know why he's asking. <laughs> Three, the man in the brown suit. Or four by the creaking of my thumbs, which I still think it's say number three. Yep, Uh, I don't know, I'm just guessing. So, it is going with that number. Well, it was number one. Oh man, Um, the thing about Baghdad, something number one, anyway. I'm not sure if I like this Agatha Christie quiz because. I was thinking the brown suit too because it was like Victoria's Secret had to do with clothes. Yeah, uh, only, I, just, uh, I only didn't know. <laughs> aren't the ladies' underwear generally like black or red or white or something, not brown? If they're brown, <laughs> then they, they, they need to get washed. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta wear underwear under that suit. Uh, let's just do one more. I'm going to call it quits on this one for the day. In uh, which year did Agatha Christie publish her first book? Are you kidding? No. All, again, all I know is she was a writer. From, she got started about 100 years ago. Now, number one, did she get started in 1926, 1920, 1922, or 1924? One of those years was her very first book. I'm going to say 
1920. I think that was the second one. So I'm sticking with my twos. Yeah, two <laughs> is 1920. Uh, one, 26, two, 20, three, 22, four, 24. Why couldn't they just do them in order? 20, 22, 24, oh, 26. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Number sticking with twos and three. Right. Well, the answer is number two. Did someone pick number two? Jill did. Hey, ding, ding, ding. I won fun finally. Yeah. 1920. I knew it was, she got started about 100 years ago, but I honestly don't know. Anyway, let's just call it done with that. Uh, Agatha Christie is definitely a weak spot in our knowledge around Yes. <laughs> so let's just give that one a rest. Avon calling. Avon presents delightful, delectable lipstick deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base. And this beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does. And the lipstick deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable. Light as sheer silk against your skin. Glows on your lips. Always feels creamy. And how beautifully the new Avon lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline. Lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new lipstick deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new lipstick deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. Hi, I am Carrie Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. I don't want to intercourse with you no more. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to our next topic, which I absolutely have nothing at all this week. So we're going going to talk about the news. Yeah, but I'm not ready, Joe. You got one? My first odd news story is about a bearded dragon that got his head stuck in a Spongebob Squarepants pineapple. <laughs> Spongebob Square Dragon. He lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. Veterinarians in Massachusetts, somebody brought in a bearded dragon with his head stuck in this pineapple. And Beach it was dragon? the first time they'd ever had uh, an emergency like this. <laughs> a, a, a bearded dragon. Abbott! You shouldn't have invited that guy over here. It's dangerous. We're liable to be stampeded by a mob of dames. Yeah. So so instead of sex sent me to the ER, 
A bearded dragon a went to the ER. A bearded dragon went to the ER. <laughs> but would that be a euphemism for something else? A bearded dragon. And this one, bearded dragon's name was Randy. Or, or, so or Randy pineapple was going to visit SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah, oh, kind of like Winnie the Pooh got his head, his body stuck in rabbit's holes. Yeah. <laughs> this dragon got his head stuck in the pineapple. In the SpongeBob house. But, uh, yeah, they, they did rescue the bearded dragon from the pineapple. The pineapple didn't make it, but the uh, bearded dragon is back home again recuperating. He <laughs> says, I didn't even see SpongeBob in there. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just a short one I thought was pretty funny to hear bearded dragon had his head stuck in a in a pineapple. So if you're ready, Terry, take it away. Well, my, my, a, lot, a lot of mine are short. I got one here. It's... Uh, as the Guinness World Record, a FedEx van, electric FedEx van, broke a world record. It traveled uh, 260 miles on one charge. Kiss for your father? Okay. Oh, well, Moist, but otherwise satisfactory. From New York to Washington, D.C., I think it was. Hmm. New York to Washington, D.C. It went. Stephen Marlin drove it from. It was carrying cleaning products. (laughs) Guess cleaned in Washington. (laughs) Yeah, going to go and clean up Washington, D.C. And. It doesn't say how long it took to go, but just a mileage, you know, was a record, but I don't know how fast the electric vehicles will go, but. That's kind of weird because I assume most UPS trucks stay locally. Every place had their own local, you know, they just went around this certain area and then the next. I'm sure they they do. They just. Just to do a publicity thing here, probably. Oh, probably. See how far it can travel. Anyway, hey, I do. Here's a headline for you. I don't know anything about the story. Sonic workers flee from large snake found behind a fryer. A little emotional activity is good for any family. After all, even bees have to stop making honey sometimes. Sonic worker. Oh, Sonic the restaurant. I guess Sonic, like, yeah, the restaurant. They must have had a large snake in there was really hungry for a hamburger. They must have got <laughs> tired of eating rats and stuff. <laughs> or maybe, be, it, being a Sonic, it knew where to find the rats, and they were behind that fryer. <laughs> he like was a, back. Probably a nice, warm place, and he curled up. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, although it's getting summer, it seems like the snake could be happy anywhere out <laughs> What was that one? Huh? It, it was just a headline. Sonic mm-hmm. workers free from a large snake found behind their fright. Because uh, um, I had a rattlesnake story coming up to you. It's not, I, I'm sure it's not a rattlesnake story, but I, I just, I'm just on the Audi page here because they came so unprepared. I'm just reading mm-hmm. off headlines. Right. Well, my second uh, new story is about a lamb. Well, don't stand there. Haven't you anything to say for yourself? Well, say something. I love you madly. They got captured on a tennis court. 
in South Carolina. Did they call Mary? No, but they called the guy off Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh, Silence of the Lamb. But this little lamb was on the lamb or on the run for like six days. And a woman named Kelly Hausman said she had seen it eating grass on Monday. I'm assuming last Monday or maybe the Monday before. I don't know. Uh, eating grass in her neighbor's yard or weeds or whatever lambs would eat. Excuse me. <coughs> little lambsy divey, which divey? Yeah. Another couple the next day were out riding on their golf cart and seen it in the lagoon being chased by alligators, of all things. <laughs> crazy land. Yeah. swimming or getting a drink maybe and alligators came after it are you serious certainly i'm serious well does that does that <laughs> land have a black cloud over its head or what <laughs> <laughs> can't go nowhere man yeah, then they, the black they all tripped trying to watch it and it ended up you know eating grass and i'd go back i'm assuming i'd go back to get a drink but maybe you know the, around the edge of the water might might sink. I don't know how heavy it was or anything, but them alligators was after that lamb. And then uh, the next day, it says that oh, the lamb disappeared into a wooded area and they lost the lamb and couldn't find it for a day or two. But the next sighting was when the lamb seen a woman walking her two golden retrievers. And they probably, this lamb probably thought, hey, there's a couple friends, but the woman walking her dogs was afraid that they would Look attack at those the lamb. lambs. They have straight hair. <laughs> yeah. So they're curly hair like mine. I want to go play with it. <laughs> and so the, the sheep was fascinated by the dogs. So the guy that's the tennis director at the uh, country club had the lady go onto the tennis courts with her dogs, and the lamb did follow the dogs into the fenced-in tennis courts. Followed them to school one day. Yes. <laughs> it's on, it goes along with all the books you've ever heard. Yeah. And so uh, they shut the door and trapped it in there and called the animal animal so police. You, you have a fuzzy, <laughs> round little lamb on a tennis court. Quick at the rackets up. Boink, boink. <laughs> Yeah, but then the the Humane Society, the Animal Protective People, came and picked it up and took it to their location. As far as we know today, the lamb has not been (laughs) uh, picked up by its owner. So I don't know where the lamb came from or who the owner of the lamb would be. What are you talking about? This lamb is on the run. But it's then he on, got arrested. The lamb so is on the lamb. As silence of the lamb. <laughs> well, yeah. here's another quick headline for you. I, I don't know what this means, but can I talk to a human? Spain presents customer service bill. Yeah, I can remember when you used to say the same thing about me. I guess bill is automated uh, telephone service, you know, customer service. Oh, you were thinking Spain, they would have picked a, a different name like Pablo or something. Instead of yeah. 
Anyway, I'm guessing that's what the headline means. Or maybe it's a bill they want to pass by Senate where they get rid of all their stupid robots you got to talk to. Before the AI kicks in. Representative. We all become cyborgs. Representative. Uh, What? Oh, I hate those computers. Okay. Um, I got a story about a Texas family who was on their patio watching a basketball game. They decided to go into the kitchen to eat some pizza. When they came back out, there was a rattlesnake had invaded their couch. Oh, there you are, boys. I've been looking all over for you. Oh. <laughs> they came back and... You're sitting there watching TV. You hear right. What's they that sound, honey? Oh, no. no watch the basketball the game. <laughs> but it's bopped it on the head with the basketball, but there's... Uh, Coiled up on the on the couch, and see what, what I think it really is is some overprotective dad and his daughter <laughs> brought a girlfriend or boyfriend over. <laughs> you two sit on the couch. All of my pet rattlesnake guard you. <laughs> oh, they were going to for just ten minutes eating pizza and come back wanting to watch the rest of the Dallas Mavericks game, and there's a rattlesnake on the couch. This hungry too. What's it's pizza? Mine. He just wanted a piece of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that's about all there is to that. It doesn't say what what they did or nothing. I'm just like, that's it. They were eating pizza and they come out and a rattlesnake there. Wow. Well, you, you, you know how, <laughs> how the public school system has a bad reputation for not educating kids well? <clears throat> In California, a man, 78, Gets his high school diploma six decades later. Ain't seen nothing that looks like human life yet. Wow. That must have been one long senior year, I tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. That's all I got, just the headline. (laughs) Something happened for 60 years. He was in a coma. (laughs) They were like cleaning out the office one day. Big, big behind a file cabinet. Hey, who is this guy? Wilbur Jones. What? From 1958. Is it Jill's turn? Well, I do have one more, but it's one I This Jill tries to interjecting in between a little bit. No, that's fine. I was the one I seen on the TV was about a woman that had a bullhorn and she was driving around. I don't know if this happened in St. Louis or where, the, but the St. Louis News had this story. Uh, she was using her bullhorn, you know, aggravating people on the highway. So, hey, you big sissy. so the police were trying to pull her over and she took off and they had their high speed chase and she went through a barricade. And it didn't say if it was a barricade like at somebody's driveway or on the street, but she ended up driving her car into wet concrete and getting herself stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the police caught her. <laughs> It's like a cartoon. You drive through wet concrete. (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, I got to use that one today. But like I said, it didn't. If it said where it happened, I didn't catch it. But that was pretty funny that she Uh, got stuck in concrete and she caused like thirty to forty thousand dollars worth of damage. But I don't know if the wet concrete was somebody's driveway, if it was part of the road that they were working on, or what. Yeah, because yeah, pouring concrete is not always the cheapest thing around. It does cost money for that. Yeah, have to have it re-poured and all that. 
But she, she, so she was driving with a bullhorn. Was she like yelling at people? Probably. Come on, can you drive faster? <laughs> Can't you see the last right or green? Come on. So if her car got stuck, then they would have to like take the tires off the car and, and pull the car off of there. I don't know how they would have fixed it to where they could have redid the car. four tires sticking up. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it would have set that quickly. I think they probably could have hooked up a tow truck and towed her out of it. Yeah. But still, if it's like been partially set, now she's got big tire ruts. Like a kid putting your handprint into soft concrete, big tire treads going yeah. across there. Uh, yeah, now, now she, if she was using a bullhorn to impersonate a cop, whoop, whoop, put it over up there. <laughs> <laughs> now that I can see her getting in trouble for. <laughs> she's probably just yelling at people, you know, like you said, the lights green, go faster. Yeah. You who taught you how to drive. <laughs> when I when I heard this story on the news feed, I had to immediately cry. And I got a hold of our little brother, Steve, to tell him about this story. The world in Scotland, they're auctioning auctioning off. Oh, wait a minute. According to Guinness Book of World Records, the largest bottle of whiskey. Ah, there you are, Fasso. Come here to Mama and give her a great big hit. <laughs> I thought Kentucky or Tennessee did that not long ago. <laughs> Jack nope, Daniels? It's in, it in Scotland. Well, oh. Stevie's got a three-liter bottle of Jack Daniels, but this bottle is... Uh, is oh, I just had it. Eighty-two dot sixteen gallons of Scotch whiskey. Eighty-two gallons. Eighty-two gallon like bottle. barrel. <laughs> wow! A big bottle and single malt Scotch, and it it's five feet eleven inches tall. <laughs> it's like that big ketchup bottle in Collinsville. <laughs> The the good to have is one point six million dollars, so it must be pretty good stuff. But wow, <laughs> foot eleven inches tall. <laughs> wow, that's a big one. I bet that comes in a cradle. Yeah, <laughs> or they could just you stick put a tap on it. it. You, just, you just tap it. <laughs> straw, or you put a pump in there, pump it out. You just put in a big straw. Sip it, burp it, do the straw. Like all those army marching songs, huh, Terry? Uh, They're about the prettiest girl you ever saw. Yeah. Well, we'll save all the rest of the verses. Let me make those, our, our show go, to, <laughs> go explicit on us here. Yeah. A funnier one when I can get to it here. I got. I got like a hundred stories here. It's, well, give us a couple other ones. Adam. He's an overachiever, isn't he? <laughs> I'm trying we got to do this one, one episode with Terry using up all his stories. <laughs> After all, what's he got that I haven't got? When I get, let's say, in, um, where was it at? In Arkansas, I told you guys about it um, on the phone. In Arkansas, there's a water tower. There's a water tower with the silhouette 
of Johnny Cash painted on it. And somebody has taken a rifle and shot the water tower, shot Johnny Cash right between the legs. Oh. <laughs> and so it's leaking water out. And it's the appearances that Johnny Cash is urinating on the town. You're not fit to talk to an idiot. Okay, then I'll have to write your note. <laughs> and yeah, the middle image just says it all. <laughs> they are, they've, they've plugged the hole, but it's, it's not, been the first time that this has happened it's happened in the past but this is the first time i heard it and and they shot it and it was leaking and it was leaking about 200 gallons a day you wow know, about 200 gallons a day johnny cash has a big bladder man yes he does <laughs> and so um you know why? Two- because you, you saw someone that fell into a burning ring of fire he's trying to put out that fire yeah, they <laughs> yeah. went down down but they planted it higher Look at all the, what about all the weirdos down there with umbrellas or something? He's peeing on me. Johnny Cat is peeing on me. Now this whole thing is ridiculous. That or maybe he's showing his grandma and grandpa how he can go potty. Yeah. There we go. Power wash. How timely is that? Hey, I do have a really quick headline. Let's try one here. A pool noodle over the name of Josh has made the news. A pool noodle fight over the name of Josh. You know, I, I, without reading the article, I remember a while back, wasn't there a thing where down in Texas was a big, huge, you, you, you had to have the name of Josh and everybody there, his name was Josh. Uh, and it was a big, the biggest party in the world of people gathered together named Josh. Or oh, that, yeah, that's right. going to fall back. I don't yeah. remember if so it was Josh I, I, I'm, or somebody. I'm guessing it's that or something related to that where they had a big Joshua-related pool noodle fight. <laughs> Without wow. knowing any of the story, that's my story. I'm going to stick with that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, you got some more today? We're going to move on. Well, I, I, I have one, but I... I I saw. I've had one that I've been holding back. Oh man, what was that word last week that told him back your urine? No, I guess Johnny Cash should use that word. No. Yeah. There's one I've been I've been holding back on it for a long time, but then but then it resurfaced resurfaced here in May. Well, tell it. There's well, it kind of. I mean, I wanted to wait because it's more of a October Halloween type thing, but yet it's all for the reunion of bram stroker's dracula you know so uh-huh. i'm gonna do that one but it's like there's more stuff there's two other articles about the same one i was just holding back on i'm like wow okay but well, i mean if it keeps a, resurfacing you, you can well, swoop it out sometimes. i'll go ahead and i'll go run real quick up there but my stepfather makes me do all the work and all he does is yell at me and beat me and kick me <laughs> sometimes i get the impression he doesn't like me there was a over in England, there's a town, Witherington, I think it was, and they were having, um, trying to get, on the anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula, they were trying to get people dressing up like vampires to fill this abbey, this church, uh, to take a picture, you know, picture uh, publicity thing, whatever, against book or records to get. The most people dressed up like vampires, right? right? And they were shooting for like the year that the, that uh, Bram Stoker's uh, put it out, which was like eighteen 
96. They were looking for that many people, but they didn't quite make that number. They haven't hit that number yet, but they have broken the record of the old record. They had a thousand people before, but they had like 1,389 people this, this year. And so they almost, they broke the old record, but they still haven't achieved their goal of the 1896 or whatever it was. And oh. to go there, you had to wear black shoes, black socks, black pants, short skirt, whatever, black waistcoat and or cape. All right, I'll do it for you, but I don't like it one bit. Everybody, one thing, everybody had to wear the fake vampire fangs or real ones if you were real. <laughs> Have your, your dentures made into vampire fangs. There you uh, go. Can you imagine so, being a vampire with false teeth? You bite into somebody <laughs> and you lose your teeth. It's like, I was going to hold that one back till. I, I, I just found another headline to read off real quick. Dozens of rescuers helped save dolphins stranded on Cape Cod. Don't those dolphins, dolphins know it's Cape Cod, not Cape Dolphin? Yeah. All my life I've been looking for the ideal man, and at last I found him. I love this little fat boy. Ah, Cape Cod, I thought it was Get away from cool here. up there. <laughs> Northeast, I thought dolphins like warm water, but maybe I'm wrong. They go to a lot of places. Oh, just, I assume... I think it's funny they were on Cape Cod when they're dolphins. Yeah, they were I, I wonder on if, vacation. If, yeah, <laughs> I wonder if cod gets stranded down there in Miami where they have the Miami dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> All I'd like you to do is say yes or no. The uh, if we were ready, we can move on to Bill's words. <laughs> Segment. Yeah, it's, it's the Q week, and I've got some Q words. Q week. Everybody, shut up. Everybody, Q. Uh, Let me see. Our first word is <laughs> quesitum. Quesitum. Wow. Whenever you, you have a whole bunch of queez and you can't carry them all, so you put it beside you. Your, your, your <laughs> queez are beside them. You set them sitting there next to you. Beside them. Now, whatever a queez is, I have a that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's like inside, outside, queeside. It's the queeside. Ah. The queeside of them. <laughs> I wonder what side that would be. Maybe the top or bottom? <laughs> uh, could be. Let me hear the word one more time. Quisitum. Quite well, don't know. The Quisitum adventure. Quite the, the big ship capsizes. <laughs> Quite don't know what a Quisitum quiz. Yeah. Quiz means. <laughs> this word means the answer to a problem. Oh, there we go. The, the, now, now we have it. Yeah. yeah. Solves everything. Yep, quiz. So when you take a quiz, the answer is the quiz hmm. item. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey. Yep. Our next word is quag, not quack. Q U A C K. It's Q U A. I'm assuming it's a G. Quag. I've heard of a quagmire. It's kind of like a swampy land. Quag. So I guess the quag is only partly swampy. Huh? 
<laughs> His blood coagulated. Yeah, coagulated. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. To thicken up. Well, right. this word means... Means to shake. I was gonna, I was gonna say, maybe it's when a dog shakes. <laughs> it quacks its tail. Quacks its tail. Shakes it. Kind of shakes. Shaking his booty. Soft and flabby. So maybe like women have their bat wings under their arms that mm. shake. They coagulate the, them like they, you're saying. They quag, quag, quag their booty. Yeah. Maybe you flunked that class. Clarissimal is our next word. Isn't it like a Mexican alcoholic drink? Clarissimal. Jose Cuervo. <laughs> it was a song huh. back a long time ago. That's how I know. Oh. Um, Cuervissimo. It is some very good Cuervo. The best like Cuervo around. It's like mm. Bravissimo, but with a cute. <laughs> you, yeah, you're the best curvy person around. You, you, you're so you're such a shapely, sexy young lady. You're so curvesimo. Well, okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Not even close, huh? <laughs> this word, uh, it must be a kind of like a Jewish word because it says it's the set of the meal. Like the food during Lent, so me I don't know. You eat out of your belly button. Ah! <laughs> well, Lent would be a, a more skimpy, of a, a Catholic or Protestant holiday. Qualities of food served during Lent, yeah. Skimpy Some kind of Lent food, skimpy. So okay. that's kind of a different word. We've, I've never observed Lent, so that's probably why I never heard yeah, of it. Me either. Okay, our next word is gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Queening. It's a noun. This is what you do when your floor is messy and you have to scrub it. <laughs> you have, you'd be queening, queening the floor. <laughs> queening up queening up this womb. <laughs> uh, or or you're the king's wife. And, and and whatever queen's wives do, that's what you're doing when you're queening. You're out there. Queen like a queen, huh? Yeah, they're queening, <laughs> queening like all the queen. over the place uh, to act like a queen. Okay. <laughs> it has, of... has to be that. <laughs> it's like you're leaning, but when you're the queen, you're queening. The queen huh. is leaning. Wow, this word here actually means you learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission, and that's why I think. To associate with women of immodest character. Oh, so <laughs> women, <laughs> loose ladies, you're, you're out carousing. Yeah. So you're you're queening, <laughs> but with other kind of queen, not the real kind of queen. Maybe like the drag queen. <laughs> yeah, you're, that's that's it. When you're out there drag queening, yeah, that's what it is. That kind of queen. Okay, our next word is. 
Quisquilius. Quisquilius. Like supercilious? <laughs> <laughs> Only it's quis. Oh. After okay. a terabyte. <laughs> Quisquilius. A half of a terabyte? <laughs> That's just a fun word to say, it, but I'll never remember what it means. Well, quill is like por- porcupine quill. So when you, whenever you get a bunch of porcupine quill stuck in you, Quisquilius. Like a pancreas. I'm thinking this is going to be funny if somebody oh, ever no, whenever you, Terry, whenever you sit on the porcupine, then you have a have a quesquillius. Mm. Oh, I'll give you guys a hint. It's a guy that named Quis Quilliam. Quisquilliam. You might tell your kids in the morning, take out the Quisquilliam. The garbage trash. Yeah. on that grammar. Take out the crazy. papers and the Quisquilius, so you don't get no spending Casilius. <laughs> this is a Latin word it's telling me from the word Quisquilli. That's because Latin is stupid. Quilius. <laughs> Garbage and trash. Quisquilli. Rubbish, trash. Rubbish. Hmm. It's a fancy word for garbage. <laughs> Quisquilius. I'll have to use that on the kids right here. Do me a favor and take the Quisquilius out to the corner. <laughs> the what? Out the what? <laughs> oh, here's another weird word. Let's see if I can say this one right. Womado kumquais. What about a kumquai? <laughs> <laughs> Kamado kumquais. Kamado kumquais. Kamado. Oh, kamado kumquais. No, you know what that is. Kumquais. You know, it's one of yeah, those. Yeah, it just told me, and I'm like, oh, okay. So it's, it's plain to you who has the answers. <laughs> That's another funny word to say, though. I, I don't kumquais. even know what the word is anymore. I, I don't have a clue. It's... Uh, Kamado kumquais. Kamado kumquais. Man, I wish they would spell these. But it does say it's a verb. Oh. You're going to be out on the town all night long, kumquilium, you're kumquais. <laughs> Where'd Terry go? Did he fall asleep maybe, on us? Maybe that's what the queen is <laughs> doing, not queening. I don't know. <laughs> What's the word one more time? Oh, sure. You just want me to be tongue tied. Quomado kumquais. Uh, who knows? So, uh, isn't Cuomo like the mayor of New York or something? So, whenever the mayor of New York gets caught, <laughs> with his kumquais down, uh, the mayor of New York down. was eating kumquais. We're just way off, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this word means to me. Like I could care less. Make money in any way possible. Why don't they just say that? Come adult comprises <laughs> to make money any way possible. By any means, gambling, legitimate, yeah. stealing yeah. from somebody. Yeah. I think I got one more word here. Let's see. 
And it is Quadlet. Wait a minute, say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Quadlerbic. I don't know if she's saying it with a B or a D. Quadlerbic. Quadlergic. Quadlerbic. Quadlerbic. It's whenever a, a toddler loses his binky and he's crawling <laughs> around. He's he's crawling looking for his big king binky. Mm. Or big, like flick of the big. What was the question with the clue word? Quadla big. Quadla big. Or quadla dick. It, it's it's whenever a toddler learns how to smoke. So he takes his binky and lights <laughs> a cigarette. So the, the, a toddler, I mean, a quadler is, is smoking. Yeah. Quadler. We got four babies. Quad. Quad. Quadlebic. Quadla. Quadla. So there's four babies playing poker and they have to flick their bick to slice their cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Kids kids who smoke. That's it. Yeah. Okay. This word means an elaborate argument. Okay. So four people bickering. That's we'll do. We'll say that. Hey, bicker, bicking. There's a bick in there. <laughs> There's a bick in there. I should have given a clue. Bick. Yep. The cue was kind of hard. So there's like seven, seven or eight words. Oh, I that's plenty. Have. That's yeah. enough. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? And me and my true love will never meet again. So now it's time for Terry's top ten list. Yeah. Top ten. Yeah. We need to spin the wheel for you. I was, just, I was just sitting there going through my notes. I was like, dang, I still got ten news stories saved up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um it's three. Three. Nope. Ten shocking discoveries from health department inspectors. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you better pay attention to this before you take your health, health department exam, Terry. <laughs> Uh, number 10 roadkill deer carcasses were found in a restaurant in Mexico oh weird a Mexican restaurant in Greencastle Indiana and the electrician was working in the restaurant and noticed Couple of employees beheading and gutting a deer carcass on the floor of the kitchen. <laughs> oh. That's going to be the, the taco meat. <laughs> skin them down and grind them up. Taco meat. When the health department, they called the health department. When the health department came, uh, there was, they were huddled around the deer carcass. The manager had informed, well, the employees were fired. The manager had informed them that they weren't going to use it in the restaurant. 
It was just from uh, a hunting trip. Note to self, when yeah. you go hunting deer, don't don't uh, clean it at the restaurant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Number nine. A live turtle in the three um, position, the three sink. Oh, the three compartment sink. Well, he was the pet. He was the mascot of the restaurant. Yeah. In Kentucky, it was a pet turtle that somebody took to work. Why? I don't know. But they had it in the three tub sink. At least they had it in the wash one. With water in well, there. What if your pet has to use the bathroom during the day? Or you, you take a turtle for a walk. Uh, it just can't stay at home with that cell. There's not, not a turtle door on Poor it. little turtle. He just wanted to go yeah. to it. was bring your turtle to work day. Yeah, that's it. They, they got in trouble because one, turtles carry salmonella, mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to have a live pet in the food prep area of any restaurant. Right. Turtles carried salmonella. I thought that was chickens. No, turtles do too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, if you're blind and you have a guide dog, you can have your <laughs> guide dog in your restaurant. But like Terry said, they can't be in the food prep area. You can you can tie them down to your office desk leg, or you can have them in the, the dining area with customers. But you're not supposed to have them in the kitchen areas where you do your food prep. It might have been somebody's support turtle. Yeah, the, the seeing eye guide turtle. Yeah. <laughs> so many reasons to have a turtle at work. <laughs> it was on the menu. Ah, <laughs> turtle soup. Ah. <laughs> nice and turtles, fresh. Turtles in a half shell. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, a Chinese restaurant <laughs> seasons food with opium. <laughs> oh, forget the MSG. <laughs> <laughs> They're releasing it with the good stuff. What, this isn't salt? <laughs> this happened in 35 Chinese restaurants. In- wow. Let's go to the Great Wall. They had the best food there ever. That's why Terry likes the Chinese buffet. (laughs) (laughs) They lace it with opium, yeah. Number seven. The dirtiest restaurant in the world. It doesn't say the name of the restaurant, but it is in the United Kingdom, not the United States. <laughs> Good for them. And keep oh. it. They they uh, found they found cockroaches, mouse droppings, rat hairs, eyes. Raw meat was stored on the floor. Hmm. Cockroach cake with grease. A judge banned the restaurant owner to ever owning a restaurant again. You know, I took, so. you know, I took them off the picket line up front where all the rats and the and the cockroaches were for picketing. <laughs> this place is unsafe. This place is unsafe. Don't eat here. And number six. In Australia, they were caught processing 
underrated meat. They were selling sub-human grade meat. It was for pet food usage, and they were serving it to people. <laughs> right. They had different grades, like grade A choices for people. I think grade B or C is for like animal food. We have so, USDA so approved. So it was below even animal grades. Wow. It was like carcasses, roadkill or something. <laughs> like Sweeney so, Todd. It, it, it's, it's like you serve it and the dog doesn't even eat it so bad. <laughs> the dog kind of promotes that. Yeah. Then you know, that's how you know it's bad. Yeah. Number five. A Canadian dentist was not sanitizing and sterilizing his equipment properly. He was shut down. One of his patients developed an infection and they called the health department and they shut him down. He just kind of breathed on it, wiped it off on his sleeve. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I never thought about the, them having to check on dentists. I just assumed they always did restaurants. Right. Well, even over to VA hospital in St. Louis, they had a, a situation where they did the same thing. They weren't sterilizing their dental equipment. When you'd go to, for dental care, you'd wind up getting AIDS. Yeah, uh, I remember that. I'd... St. Louis back a few years ago. But yeah. That's why I was hesitant to go there. <laughs> I said, y'all keep cleaning your stuff, right? <laughs> well, with you, you just take your teeth out and say, here they are. Look at them. <laughs> you're, just, you're just sticking my, your finger in my mouth, right? <laughs> Where's that finger no, bad? Nothing in there is going to make me sick. And uh, let's see. Number four. In Santa Monica, California, they were selling whale and horse meat in a restaurant. Well, some people might like that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Maybe they got some of that whale from that story you did. Yeah. (laughs) They blew blew it up up and it's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they say the whale meat is pretty good. Uh, Horse meat, too. It's just, it's not traditionally a thing to eat. (laughs) A person who was, excuse me, filming a documentary was served some meat from the restaurant. And he took it to have it analyzed, and it was whale meat, which is supposed to be like illegal, you know, for some whale. And of course, they're probably extinct or something. Go back, like, hey, bud, come in. I got some meat here for you. Don't ask where I got it. They might make you cry. They they don't eat whale or horse because both of those animals are supposed to be really super smart. Um, So I guess. Well, they they weren't all that smart not to be turned to meat. <laughs> so, you can, no, I, I get it. I mean, because traditionally horses used to be, you know, people would pull, have pull their wagon or ride them around. Uh, but still, right. uh, it's not that people never ate them before. Even in America, in the right. old days, you still would do that. Right. It, it wasn't you normally your your first line of choice if you had. You eat whatever drops dead first. <laughs> uh, and they say that the, the you know the American <laughs> Indians and Native Americans. Horse and horse and dog were that's what they were like to eat. 
A delicacy. Yeah. Dogs were, yeah. It was just typical food. For and whale, if you were Eskimoesian, yeah. Eskimoesian, is that a word, Jill? I don't know. I don't know. Eskimoian. <laughs> Eskimoian. Eskimoian. <laughs> you can eat whale all the time, but... Um, they raided the restaurant later, and then it was bad. They got $127,000 worth of fines for that whale meat and horse. Wow. They're on probation for a year. Number three. (laughs) Found by health department workers. Bottled urine. Ah. (laughs) Found in the restaurant in the Middle East. The chefs tried to pull the peeing in the bottle like the Amazon employees saying they couldn't get a restroom break. Oh. And so they're so peeing in the, the bottles, put it aside. Right. That's what they you know, say. Open the back door and go at least relieve yourself outside. <laughs> I, I mean, you got to wash your hands. What's it supposed to do? Take a whiz in the bottle and, like, you know, not wash But they were also noticed spitting into the food directly. Ooh. <laughs> That's not chicken broth in that bottle. Um, <laughs> or lemonade. How, how come my chicken soup smells like ammonia? <laughs> number one. Am I down to number one? I think so. Two or, two or one. Number one, family dollars. They had a problem, and it cost the company millions of dollars in one warehouse, $34 million to rid the warehouse of their apocalyptic rat population. (laughs) Oh, wow. Rats Uh, everywhere. With the damaged food inventory. Willard the rat. In January 2021 in Arkansas warehouse was fumigated and they took out over 1,100 dead rat carcasses. Um, then well, rats and mice will eat them between, if they run short on food. Between March and September of last year they had found Maintenance crews found and captured over 2,300 rats oh. and conveyor belts running around through the whole warehouse. They were so lazy to walk, they just took the conveyor belt. The, the employees <laughs> can't even use the break rooms because of the overpowering smell of rat urine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that would be a good reason to shut It's that deadly. <laughs> there, was, there was a case in, in Dallas, Texas, where this lady got sick and died. She was drinking Coca-Cola. And they figured out that in the it came from the warehouse or something where the rats had urinated or on the and it went on the top of the can. On yeah. the can. And that's why some people wash their cans, their soda cans uh, when you open it. And, it and that's why when you, when you buy a case of soda, they come with plastic across the top to help prevent that. Right. But then back in the day, it's like, you know, you might not know it'd be dried up, but that didn't matter. You know, it's like, and 
And you, I would, you, you, you got to wipe it off or wash it off. You know? I'd seen people before do that. It's like, why are you washing your soda can for you? Well, some people just wipe it off with their shirt. Sure. I guess that'll work. But <laughs> it, it would work for the major debris. But if, yeah, if there's like you know, rat urine that's been evaporated, they still may have. You know, microscopic the stuff germs, that, right? And it cleans off. It's got that little, it's got that little gutter all the way around the top of the can. They need to change the shape of the can, you know. <laughs> Put like a little gutter down the side, like on your house, a little drain <laughs> down spout. Yeah. Have a little flushing urine so sure rats. Disgusting stuff there, found by health department workers. Yay! Yay! Oh, and now they also, what is the anchor topic? Oh well, they they also found uh, uh, ant mounds and bird droppings everywhere too in the warehouse. This is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. Together, we talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. We roleplay the viewpoints represented. We sift through some of the faulty logic in them. And compare them to what scripture says. Once a month, we dig into the Bible. Going through one book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Check out Truth Exposed on the first week every month. You missed something, Keith. Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Because if it's true... It's true inside the Bible as well as outside the Bible. Check out life-truth.com. Well, let's get away from the gross stuff <laughs> and talk about our anchor topic. Which I am looking up. It is living skills. And I meant to look some of the topics up to talk about, but I didn't do it because I'm lazy this week. So <laughs> if you put a space after you put livings kill <laughs> livings kill livings kill 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 skills living skills well to live you need to have certain skills like oh dressing yourself or taking a bath or cooking or wearing clothes <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Brushing your teeth and your hair. Shaving if you're a man. Yeah. Well, how about shaving that? Shaving. Even if you're a woman. Let's just let's talk about shaving real quick. People would, a long time ago would ask me, uh, how, how do you shave? Do you have any trouble shaving? It's like, well, no, you just smear on the, the shaving cream and then you uh, take the razor and you just wipe it off. How hard can that be? Uh, is that it's never been a problem for me because uh, I just always uh, had never a problem with it, uh, and I, I, I don't don't usually cut myself when I shave. Uh, whenever you're in the military, sometimes you're in the field and they say you got to shave, and there ain't no mirrors around, so you pour water in whatever container you can and you you just shave by. Right? You know, the way it feels, uh, you shave, you, you feel, and, and you make sure everything is all shaved off. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's not that difficult. It, it doesn't require looking at a mirror even. Um, and uh, it's, and it's, it's really simple. Now, it does matter if you have a cheap razor, like one straight blade, you might want to be careful with that because you could really slice your face up pretty good. <laughs> now, is there a certain way being a guy you got to shave? Because I know with a woman, when you shave your legs, you start at your ankle and you come up. If you go across, you're more than likely you're going to cut yourself. But as long as you go from your ankle or your foot area, you know, whatever, right. up to your knee, then normally you won't cut yourself unless you're really digging hard for some reason. Well, what I've first thing I discovered a long time ago is whenever it comes to avoiding the cutting yourself, for one thing, the goal is not to shave off the top layer of skin. (laughs) (laughs) The goal is to simply cut the hair that's growing out of the skin. So if you're pressing at all, you're doing it wrong. If you you put your, if you hold your razor, so you, you have say a finger on top and a finger on the bottom which makes it easy to press down, you're probably going to cut yourself sooner than later. But if you hold it from the sides, not from the top and bottom, but from left and right, uh, you, you can squeeze all you want to and, and, and try to press, but it's going to glide over the skin and cut if the you, hair. You can shave, as they say, against the grain or with the grain, either way you want. The thing is that you get cut when you're shaving and you go left or right. You're supposed to shave up or down. If you go left or right, you're going to cut yourself. <laughs> That's like what you're like, my legs. Whenever you, like I said, you go around instead of up and down. That's why I wondered, like, you start at your neck and go up to you your could go around your leg. Here's a nuance, nuance to that, too. Your, your leg hair generally grows down. Yeah, know, out and down. Out and down. What I'm saying is but the, the razor hair blade on your is head. Like, grows like the hair on top of your head it'll grow in a, in a circular way a lot of people will have like a, a little spot where there might be a cowlick and the hair will grow in a circular way if you if you think back to the straight edge razor days mm-hmm. if you take your straight edge razor it's like you're scraping the hair off right. if you're going to slice like a cut to a piece of cheese that's how you cut yourself when yeah you're, that's true. But going sideways. Well, getting back to what I was talking about, is even on your face, your hair can grow 
in, in a, a circular way. So for example, let's say the hair on your cheeks, it just grows like your legs. It just kind of grows out and down. But when you get around your jawline or under your chin, sometimes there'll be like a little circular pattern. Maybe the hair on the left is a little thicker than on the right, or maybe it goes more of a left to right than an up and down. It can actually grow in a pattern that way. So you have to know your own face to do to know which way to cut. So if you're using a Norunco razor, because spins in a circle, then you get that kind of hair. <laughs> well, we I haven't gone there yet, um, but but let's say shaving with the razor is just not for you because you just can't get the hang of not slicing your face up. <laughs> well, get you an electric shaver because they're not going to slice and dice your face. Uh, and it's personal preference if you like the rotary kind, like the Norelco, whether you like the uh, the kind that goes back and forth, like a Remington, a Remington or a Braun or some of the other ones. Uh, it's personal preference. I mean, whichever you would prefer. To me, I don't, I don't like the rotary ones because it takes me a half an hour to shave. <laughs> if I use something like a Braun or uh, one of the reciprocating ones, I can shave in ten minutes and I'm done. I don't know why, but my my it's just for me that's the way it works. Huh. But but the electric shavers are generally a very safe bet. You're not going to cut yourself. The the main thing with them is you want to. Uh, it's best to shave when you your skin is washed. So you want to wash your face first so it's clean and dry. Uh, sometimes to help get the oils off, they make a, a pre-shave called electro shave. Yeah, it's and so funny. You got to wash your shave face and drive it before you get it wet again to shave. Well, you just splash on electric shave. And it's just <laughs> a really heavy alcohol-based product. It, it helps get rid of the oils off of your skin. So if you if you didn't wash or you don't didn't wash well enough, it'll help the hair stand out, kind of like having a, what's that, a static electricity, you know. <laughs> and and then uh, it, it's easier for the electric shaver to get everything. And then whenever you're done, if you want to wear aftershave, it's up to you. Mm. And, and do you want you want to keep your shaver charged up? Uh, I just take the shaving cream out, put it on my face, and start shaving. And, and some electric shavers are wet or dry, meaning that uh, they, they have a little battery inside. You, you don't plug them in when you're in the shower. It could be bad. <laughs> but while they're unplugged, uh, some of them are wet, dry, and that means you can what I find works out really well, especially with the rotary ones is you just wash your face, but you leave the, a light layer of soap on your skin. And as you're shaving that light layer of soap acts as a thin shave cream and it helps lubricate the blades as they cut through. Whenever I do that, I, I can, I can use the rotary ones and shave in about 10 minutes or so. But if I don't do that, I do them dry. It takes me forever. Yeah, I always wondered why is it that like men use, I mean, women use shaving cream on their legs too, but I never really knew why. To me, it's just a guideline of where you shaved. Is it, that it, why? It, it well, lubricates. Well, the, the soap lubricates the, the contact of the blade against your skin. Uh, uh, so it's not, not as likely you're going to cut yourself. 
makes the it makes the hair stick up. Oh, uh, I always wondered because I know, like I remember watching Dad shave, and I used it, but then, like I said, I didn't know why I was because I could shave now without using right. shaving cream. But one of my daughters got me an electric razor for my legs. So, well, even if you don't use, like, let's say you're in the, the bathroom in the shower, even if you just take a washcloth or soap up your your hands and just use that instead of shaving cream, any kind of a soap. Will help uh, right, lubricate the razor. If you use if you use oh. hair conditioner, if you got hair conditioner, put some. Whenever you're too poor to buy shaving cream, you can use you can use conditioner. Put some on your face right. or put conditioner on, and you can shave. It's just something that keeps the razor from just ripping your skin. And, and, and it does kind of help to lift and separate the hairs to make them be more ready to cut. And it softens them up and ready to cut. Huh. But, Remember when you could still see and they'd show the commercial for the new twin blade? It's like the one blade yeah. cut, then the hair that's springs it back out. up, and then the second the blade can snap cuts back. Out. It's like, yeah. it's like, and and now they it. have they have razors that have three or four, or five. They, they're up to five. They got five blades. And and, and honestly, the, they the they head. really do do a, a, a lot more better job than having just a single blade or even a double blade. <laughs> And, and you're less likely to cut yourself. <laughs> I find that two, two, the twin blades, two blades is the best for for me. Right. I, I prefer that. Anything more than that, they get really expensive. Oh. So but anyway, uh, with a twin uh, blade, you could shave with a disposable one. You can shave. I could shave almost ten times off of one. You know, but with the anything more than that, more blades. It costs more. You don't get as many shaves after the one blade. But. Well, um, I've I've mainly always used like the track two back in the day, which has the double blade. And I, I, it used to be that the blade quality was not always the best. And after about a week, maybe two, if I was really poor and wanted to conserve. <laughs> uh, but after that, the blades just lost their cutting, and it and it did more pulling and you were more likely to cut your skin. So it's always good to keep uh, your blades sharp. And, and whenever they start to feel like they're pulling, it's best just to change it. Uh, yeah, but the, the, I, ones, the, ones, for the blades today, the blades today, I, I can go for maybe a month without that because the blades are a lot better quality material right. than the, they used to be. Gillette Track 2, they're pretty decent blades. If you get the the the, the, the like the third, three blade one, I've had those last for seven or ten days before they'd start pulling and stuff. They got the little gel strip on them or something, blobby bob. Right. I've been meaning to get ready to start shaving with a razor again, I, and stuff, but I just haven't got motivated. Well, and another thing that I, what I look at too when it comes to using an actual razor is with having neuropathy. When you buy the cheap disposable ones, they're hard to hang on to right. <laughs> because the handle is so small and it's sometimes round and you can't tell which way the blades are going. But if you if you actually invest in a handle uh, that, that actually you know, feels good in your hand, it's got a, a fatter, uh, something to grip onto or there's a little uh, shape to the handle or side, you know, marking is just something you it's easy to hang on to better while you're shaving just yeah. a little thin toothpick of a handle <laughs> yeah 
I like that. Anyway, there's a little bit about some living skills and some personal grooming tidbits uh, from a blind guy perspective. Now, hopefully, uh, you probably will find it is not much different from if you could see what you're doing. Uh, so, hey, you know, it's not difficult to uh, groom yourself. But uh, if you think it is, there's alternates. You know, use a electric shaver. Uh, come here. Close your eyes and keys, Peppy. How else do you think I can do it? Um, we got any well, emails this week? Yeah, we do have email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? That uh, I was going to read last week. I didn't get any. And we read the different one instead. Um, <coughs> see if I can find it here. All right, here we go. Hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Sometimes city slickers are not very bright. Those fancy lawyers like to come around here uh, doing duck hunting. Well, I can't fault them for that. It's just their attitude when they're out there hunting that I don't like. So one day I taught one of them their fellers a lesson. One of them big city lawyers went duck hunting and he shot and dropped a bird that fell right into my field. As the lawyer climbed over the fence, I drove up to my tractor to ask him, what does he think he's doing? He got all uppity with me and says, I shot a duck and it fell right here in this field and now I'm going to retrieve it. I told him, this is my property and you're not coming over here. That city feller says, I'm one of the best trial lawyers on this side of the planet. And if you don't let me get that duck, I'll sue you and take everything you own. I smile back at him and says, apparently, you don't know how we settle disputes in these parts. We settle small disagreements like this with the three-kick rule. The lawyer asked, what's the three-kick rule? I tell him, well, because the dispute occurs on my land, I get to go first. I kick you three times as hard as I can, and then you kick me three times, and so on, back and forth until someone gives up. The lawyer gave it a quick thought. He was a young feller, and he agreed. So I slowly climb my old bones down off my tractor. I walks up to the young feller, and I gave it all I got. I planted the toe of my heavy steel-toed boot uh, 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 right into the lawyer's groin and dropped him to his knees. And my second kick went right into his belly and sent that city slicker's last meal gushing from his mouth. That feller was on all fours. My third kick went hard into his rear end and sent him face first into a fresh cow pie. As he very slowly managed to get up to his feet, wiping his face with the arm of his jacket, he says, okay, you old fart, now it's my turn. I just smiled and said, nah, I give up. You can have the duck. <laughs> Elmer MacDonald from Hurt, Virginia. 
You know, explorers have found that if you put two men in one little cabin isolated far away from the rest of the world, they don't learn to like each other. They learn to hate each other. (laughs) Sure damn, having a kicking contest. (laughs) That's how we do it here. Well, with uh, no more emails to read, it uh, is time for some final thoughts. Oh. You know, I can't believe my neighbor came over at 2.30 in the morning knocking on my door. It's a good thing I was still practicing my bagpipes. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, do you guys know where you take a bad rainbow? Prism. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys probably didn't know this, but my father was a conjoined twin who was separated shortly after birth. Now, I have an uncle once removed. <laughs> Sleeping is so natural to me, I can do it with my eyes closed. Oh, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> What's a soda's favorite subject in school? Physics. Oh, physics. (laughs) Yeah, or phys ed. Yeah. Um, Before we started going out, my wife dated the professional clown. Let me tell you, I had some really big shoes to fill. (laughs) Yeah. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> you know, my husband hates when I introduce him as my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> oh. I was just pondering, isn't the single person alive today who is married? If I were a serial killer, I would change my name to Suspense. Then Suspense would really be killing people. Yeah. Oh, wow. You had to wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> you know why grapes don't snore when they're sleeping? They don't want to wake the rest of the bunch. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would have hurt her to the grapevine. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I, I guess I do have one more. It's been my last one, though. 
I think I need to have a new keyboard. I keep hitting the escape button, but I'm still here. <laughs> I have a final thought. My doctor asked me if anybody in my family suffers from mental illness. And I said, no, we greatly enjoy it. <laughs> we don't suffer <laughs> from it at all. That is true, yeah. Well, I don't have any of them. No, that's it for me this week. So this is the part where we like to close out and sign off and say thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, when you're out there at your favorite podcast directory, uh, get, leave us a rating and review and uh, stop by our webpage at thatsoundsfunny.com and send us an email to our contact page. Leave us a comment on any of the show notes. Hit, hit up our donate button and support the show that way. But for now, this is your host signing off saying thanks for listening and see you next week. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. Tune in next week where you can hear my weird words that start with letter R. What's a colonoscopy? <laughs> Who wants one? Nobody. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think colonoscopy starts with R. No. <laughs> but it goes in the R. Rear end. It goes into the R. Rear end. Rear end. <laughs>